You're listening to There She Grows, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow the life and business of your dreams with me, your host, Jessica Bledsoe. If you're ready to expand your mindset, scale your business, and finally create a life you love, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. I don't know about you guys, but I have actually been finding myself working less and less now that we are uh, quarantined at home. We are still, you know, going strong, being indoors. And while the world outside is opening up, I know there are many of us who don't foresee returning to normal anytime in the near future. My co-working space did open back up or will be opening back up next week, but, um, you know, you have to wear a face mask while you're there and it's just not really an environment that I can see being productive in because I feel super claustrophobic when I have those masks on, even just running into the store for a few minutes. I just can't seem to handle wearing the mask unless absolutely necessary. So I will be staying in my home office for a little while longer. And don't get me wrong, I've gotten a ton of stuff done, especially on my personal to-do list and like our household to-do list. We're definitely tackling some tasks that have been on our list for a long time and we didn't actually have the time to work on before. But when it comes to work, I'm finding that the number of hours in the day where I can really stay focused on work seem to be dwindling down every week. So as a result, I've had to get really intentional with how I'm spending my days and what my goals are. And just by doing a few things, making a couple of changes, I've been able to continue to stay productive and producing essentially the same amount of work, but just in less time. So today's episode is all about how to get more done in less time. And depending on how much you're working now or how much you were working before and what task you have on your plate, you honestly could potentially cut your work week in half with these time-saving tips. That's what I've been able to do. I'm really only working about 20 to 25 hours a week right now, but I'm still getting as much, if not more, done than I was before because I am really intentional with how I'm spending my time. So I wanted to share that with you because I know there are a lot of you who have kids at home that you're homeschooling or who can't go to their summer activities because of the stay-at-home orders that are in place, and I know that you guys have probably a lot more on your plate than I even do. So if there's any of these tips that will help you minimize the amount of time you have to spend working so that you can continue doing those things you have to do or that you enjoy doing, I wanted to make sure that you had all the tools to help you be successful. So yet again, welcome to another episode of There She Grows. I am, as always, excited to have you here, and I want to just dive right into it so that we can, you know, save a little time by not rambling on and on. So tip number one is to prevent distractions. And I know this is going to be probably a little bit harder because we're so used to having those distractions pop up. Um, But if you can turn off your notifications, that is going to be a huge way to prevent distractions. And so I'm talking about notifications on your phone. So email notifications, social media notifications, um, even go so far as to turn your phone into airplane mode while you're working if you can. Um, 
turn off the notifications on your computer as well. So if you have those email notifications and calendar notifications and messaging applications that you're using that are sending you notifications, turn all of those off. Just get really focused in on what you're doing. Turn off those distractions. And if you have a team, let them know, hey, I'm not going to be available from, you know, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. because I'm working on something very specific. So if you can, please try not to message or email me during this time. Or if you do, just know that I won't be able to get back to you until after that. I know that sometimes our team will come to us with things and um, it's, you know, something that we need to address, but it doesn't have to be addressed immediately. So if we can just give them a heads up that these are the things that we're trying to get done. And so we're going to be turning off all of our notifications, just try to minimize those distractions wherever possible. And I've turned off, I turned off all the notifications on my phone a while ago, and that has made such a difference just in my like peace of mind to not be um, completely inundated with all those Facebook and Instagram notifications and email notifications. And I felt like at one point I was getting a notification every like five minutes and it was so distracting. So I just turned all of them off. I mean, probably almost two years ago at this point, and I really haven't looked back. So I promise you it seems hard, but it's going to just free up so much energy if you can turn off all of those notifications. Tip number two is to be really intentional with your day. So what I recommend you start with is an ideal schedule. And so this is like in a perfect world, if everything goes right, this is what I would want my day to look like. And go ahead and start from the moment you get up until the moment you go to bed. And so what I'll do is I'll actually create a separate calendar on my Google Calendar that's for my ideal schedule where I'll time block everything out. So I'll say from 7.30 to 8.30 is my morning routine. And then from 8.30 to 9 is I'm, you know, getting dressed and getting ready for the day. And then from, you know, 9 to 10, I'm checking emails, creating my to-do list, um, just getting prepared to get started. And so just kind of go through your day. And again, this is just, you're thinking about in a perfect scenario. Now I realize that this is hardly ever actually going to work out exactly the way you want it to. But what this works to do is when you're feeling like you're not exactly sure what you can, you should be doing during that time, you can kind of refer back to that ideal schedule and that can help get you on track. So create that ideal schedule, write it down, put it in your calendar if you can. And then also you can set times to do certain things, especially as it pertains to your email. I really recommend that you set a time really probably at least two to three times throughout the day where you're checking in, responding to emails. And if it's not during that time, then get out of your inbox. Your inbox is where 80% of your distractions come from in the day. Um, And if we can just set a time to be in our inbox instead of just leaving it open all day, then that's going to help you be real intentional so that when you're in your inbox, you know exactly what you're there to do. You've got time to do it and you know it's going to get done, but it's not just distracting you all of the time. And then the third thing I like to do as far as the being intentional goes is to do power hours. So I'll actually set a timer for one hour. And if I have a very specific task and Um, sometimes it's, I need to do this multiple times throughout the week to actually, actually complete the task. But by doing a power hour, I make sure that I actually get, um, I actually get a solid hour of work done towards that project. So I love doing this when I am, um, 
planning. So if I'm planning for the month or the quarter, I'll set my timer and make sure that I'm really focused on that individual task. So if you have client work or even um, like when you're doing your social media or blogging, things like that, set that hour and again, turn off all of your notifications, put your phone on airplane mode if you can, and only work on that one thing for one hour. You'll be amazed at how much you can get accomplished in an hour. Sometimes I think it'll take me four hours to get something done and I'll block out the time for that. But if I'm just really intentional with that one power hour, I can get most, if not all of it done sometimes. So turn on that, set that timer, turn off those distractions, be really intentional with your day and with your task. Tip number three is to be efficient. And I know that seems like a no brainer, but there are places in our business that we can create efficiency where there may not currently be efficiency because you think, oh, it's only going to take me a minute or it'll only take me five minutes or only take me 10 minutes. But those minutes add up to hours. And we're thinking and when we're thinking about our time in terms of weeks, months and years instead of just days, then that time really starts to add up. So if you can create some efficiency for those small tasks, you're going to start to see that time really add up. So use things like web forms to gather information and web forms can be embedded on your website. They can be something that you can email to someone. Um, if you use a CRM, a lot of CRM include web forms that will feed into the CRM. If you don't use a CRM, I highly recommend using Google Forms. It's free or included in your G Suite subscription. And what this will do is it will help you ask qualified questions so that you can make sure you get all of the information that you need before you begin to do something with it. This is a really important part of the sales process typically. So if you're working with an, a new potential client, then creating a forum where they can give you all of the information about their business or about themselves that you need to be able to give them a proposal or get started with working with them. Think about all those questions. And this eliminates having to send a bunch of emails back and forth or phone calls or text messages. You get all the information you need the first time so that you can go on to do the thing that you have to do. Um, in that same kind of vein is creating template emails. So think about those emails that you're sending all the time. Anytime you have to go back into your inbox and um, find an email that you sent so that you can copy and paste it to send to someone else, that's always a great indication that it should be a template email. If you are sending out information um, on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, those are great um, candidates for being template emails. Template emails are really easy to set up. They're always accessible from a click of a button instead of having to type it out every single time. And again, I know it seems like it doesn't take that much time to send an email, but it's not just about the amount of time that it takes. It's about the energy that it takes. So if it's distracting you or preventing you from doing something else, then just be as efficient as you can in actually getting it done so that you don't have to worry about it anymore. With efficiency, is automation. So I've talked about automation in a previous episode, but anytime you can automate a task and have a robot do it for you, I highly recommend that you do. Uh, if you haven't heard of Zapier, um, I really recommend that you check it out. It's a pretty simple platform to get started on and automating some simple tasks. And if you are finding yourself being repetitive, that is a good indication that it's time to use automation. So anything you're doing over and over again, or you are having to schedule time to do on a regular basis, then think about is this something that can be automated and either find someone who can automate it for you or try to do it yourself using a tool like Zapier 
to be able to create those efficiencies to, again, just save you those few minutes every time that task is done so that those minutes will turn into hours and those hours will eventually turn into days. Tip number four is to outsource. And when we're thinking of outsourcing, if you aren't currently outsourcing things, I like to start with the things that either you don't like to do or tasks that make you take you too much time. So I outsource my part of my social media because I I don't like the scheduling part of it. So I have all these ideas and most of the time I can actually create the content, but then actually getting it scheduled and um, optimizing it and doing all those things that are going to make it better. I just find myself falling short in that area over and over again. So I hired a social media manager. We collaborate together to come up with the content. I'll give her tasks um, that I know that she can do. I'm still kind of in, in control of the messaging and the content, but she helps me with the administrative side of things and also helps keep me on track for reaching my social media goals in terms of you know growth and engagement and things like that. Um, and then bookkeeping is also something that I outsource because I am really involved with, um, you know, my day-to-day money operations. I have a money Monday every week where I review my money, but I really want a bookkeeper just to make sure that I'm doing everything the right way, that all of my information is correct, and that at the end of the year, I can take all of it and just turn it over to my CPA and not have to worry about it. And I waited way too long to hire someone to do that. So think about those things that you don't like to do or that it's just taking too much time to do. Figure out if there's a way for you to outsource that to someone else. And if it frees up your time, then it's going to be worth your money to hire another person to do it for you. And then finally, tip number five is to batch your tasks. So if there's something that you are going to be doing on a regular basis, um, just batch it so that you are not spending minutes doing it. You could create a power hour where you could do it. And for me, Batching looks like uh, blogs. So if I'm going to be creating blogs, I'll try to do those um, a month at a time. So I'll create four blogs for the month. But I can, if I did them individually, it would probably take me about an hour to do each one. But if I do them all together, I can get four done in two hours. So I created um, batching with blogs and was able to take the time and cut it literally in half. Because if I'd done them each one individually, it would have been four hours by batching them. I'm able to get it done in two hours. Same thing with social media. I create my social media content a month at a time. If I was just doing that every day or every week, it would take me way, way longer than it does. It takes me now about two, two and a half hours to create my social media for the entire month, and that includes creating graphics and actually writing the content that's going along with the graphics. So I keep kind of a running um, list of content ideas as I get like inspiration, and then I'll pull that up when I'm ready to go and create my content. So I have something that I'm kind of working from, but I want to create that all at once, and then I hand all that over to my social media manager, and she'll actually schedule it and get you know the hashtags in the first comments and. She'll kind of scan it and make sure that it's all set up correctly. And um, we have, you know, days of the week where certain things go. So she'll take it from there. Uh, Batch your emails. So again, as I was saying before, if you can just schedule some time to be in your inbox really intentionally, knowing that you're going to respond and send emails at a specific time every day, go ahead and batch all of those together so that you know 
this is the time I'm in my inbox. So these are the emails that I need to send while I'm here instead of um, that thought that pops into your head that's like, oh, I need to email that person. So you stop what you're doing, you get into your inbox, you send that email, but then you get distracted by another email. And before you know it, you've wasted an hour and you got off track of what you were working on before. Same thing with phone calls and meetings, if you can. Um, I know that it's sometimes sometimes difficult to have phone calls or meetings back to back to back, but I actually like to batch these just in a day where I know, okay, I'm only going to take meetings uh, two to maybe three days a week. And so if someone is requesting a meeting, I try to get it into one of those time slots instead of just kind of giving them free reign of my calendar and my time. And um, same thing with phone calls. I try to keep those within a certain time block throughout the day so that I know that I have the rest of my day to really be focused on working. So anything that, you know, you're doing it a lot or you're doing it consistently, if it's something that you can batch, you can almost always reduce the amount of time that it takes by doing them all at once instead of spreading it out throughout um, your day or your week. So those are the five tips that I have. And again, just to recap, that's preventing distractions, being intentional with your day, being efficient and creating automation wherever you can, outsourcing when it's something that you don't like to do or takes you too much time to do, and finally batching your tasks so that you can reduce the amount of time it takes to create multiple layers. Again, by doing these myself, I have seen a huge difference. I'm able to get most of my work done in about 20 to 25 hours a week instead of the you know, 35 to 40 hours it was taking me previously. I am very intentional with what I need to get done and I'm staying away from that shiny object syndrome as much as possible. And it's, you know, it's never going to be perfect 100% of the time. But if even, you know, three days a week, we can be very intentional with what we're doing. It's going to save us time. We're not going to feel guilty about not working as much because we know that the work is still getting done. And if you find yourself you know, on a day where you wake up and you're just really not feeling it, just focus on getting one thing done, following some sort of structure, and you at least know that you crossed one thing off your to-do list. It's a weird time that we're living in right now, you guys, and we really just have to give our, ourselves some grace whenever we can. I know that work still has to get done. I know we, you know, we all have to keep making money and keep moving forward in our lives, but, um, you know, work looks different, and so if that means that you have to work less, because you have other responsibilities you have to take care of, then just creating some sort of structure and some efficiency in your business will help you get the same thing, the same amount of tasks done, but in a less amount of time. So I hope that these tips were helpful. If you have any other ones that you've been using, I would love for you to share them with me. As always, feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram if you have any questions or would like to share. It's at Jess Bledsoe. And if you love this episode, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with a friend. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to There She Grows. For show notes, resources I talked about in this episode, or links to our free downloads, visit www.thereshegrowspodcast.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.